Welcome to the CXM Experience. As always, I'm Grad Khan, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler, and we're continuing a discussion we started yesterday about mass one-to-one marketing. <clears throat> so we talked a little bit about um, where we're going. Uh, we talked a little bit about the history of communications and how we're evolving from one-to-one to mass to now mass one-to-one, and uh, spent a bit of time uh, with Mark Pritchard talking about how they're reinventing marketing at Procter & Gamble truly one of the world's great companies ever. And that's not just because I work there. They really are an amazing place. I will say the one thing I will say about P&G, and this is not a knock on P&G at all, um, but it's just an observation, is that for most people, P&G is their first job because P&G hires straight out of school and promotes from within. They were very dogmatic about that when I was there. I think I think they're probably still pretty dogmatic about it, although it's changed a little bit. But the promote from within philosophy created a very consistent culture and consistent language. Everyone knew what everyone was talking about. And getting right in there right out of school allowed you to kind of carry an attitude of learning. And so it's a very strong learning culture because it's very academic in some ways, in a good way. The only problem being your first real job is that you just, I just assumed that, you know, all companies were like P&G. And, and, and then everybody operated this way. And then it was just kind of the way the world worked. And uh, of course, uh, it's only once you leave that you realize that you were in Oz and you can't get back. They don't give you any Ruby slippers, but uh, miss P&G every day, but um, have enjoyed my adventures since then. But I will say uh, really, really, really amazing place. So the kind of core to this mass one-to-one marketing platform and, and how we, which we're all going to be building, right? So all of us are going to be having to figure out how we get mass one-to-one to happen. And the nuance, of course, is it's not going to be necessarily one-to-one. You know, sometimes I might do 8 million ad units. Sometimes I might do 20,000 ad units. But it is much, much more personalized than pure mass where I would do one ad unit or two. Think of that as a split run. Now, we'd still be doing thousands, tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands, and every once in a while, potentially millions of creative units. And so the mass one-to-one system, it, it really needs three things. Because if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, you need to know them. And you need to listen to them. That's like just normal human conversation, right? And so uh, if you sit in front of someone who's not listening to you, I mean, it happens a lot these days, actually. If you're trying to have a conversation with someone who's on their phone, they're really not listening to you. And then they're not really going to respond to you in a way that's like legit. It's very frustrating and maybe a little bit angering. Uh, so you've got to be, think about yourself with your customers, like you're sitting at dinner with someone who can't put their phone down. Right? And so the three steps that I sort of got to outline on this one, I've got discover, this is the process of listening and hearing. And I use the word discover as opposed to listening. I know listening is kind of typically what the industry calls it, but I find that not everybody really understands what listening means. And I'm not sure listening is even necessarily quite the right word for it because it really is about how do I discover what people are saying. So there's, and there's many places that people are saying it. We're going to come back to that in a minute. Uh, then classify, which is take all the stuff I've discovered and make a classification out of it so I can do something with it and then engage in some way, solve a problem, amplify a fan, you know, turn around someone who's uh, bitter or angry. 
And, and I, I sort of like to talk about the discover phase is building the haystack. The classify stage is finding the needles in the haystack and the engagement phase of, you know, processing the hay. Uh, and I like hay as a metaphor because everybody likes hay. Uh, so if, unless there's like some anti-hay organization out there who will be angry about my hay analogy, I usually find I'm pretty safe with this one. So let's talk about discover. So there's 4.7 billion humans online right now. It's amazing, right? We're, we're 5 billion cell phones out there. It's kind of amazing. Five out of seven, 2 billion people left to bring online. We're going to do it. Google's got a great project called the next billion, but you know, we're very close to having every human on the planet online. It's an amazing, amazing time we live in. And it's incredible how quickly it's happened. Really, in 20 plus years, 25 years, it's pretty amazing uh, to be able to do what we've done, especially if you were to go back in time to the mid 90s and say, oh, yeah, we'll have, you know, 5 billion people online by 2020. I think people would think you're a little bit out of your mind. Um, of those 4.7 billion humans, 4.1 billion are on social platforms of some kind. So 4.1 billion are sharing information in a public way. That's kind of incredible too. In social, we'll talk about forums. We'll talk about review sites. There's many different things, but there's a lot of different ways that people are sharing out there. And they're also doing a lot of texting. They're doing a lot of of messaging. The messaging platforms uh, in total are moving about 65 billion messages a day between humans on the planet. We're a busy, busy species. I was just like <laughs> perspective from space, you know, if there really are aliens and they really are watching us. They must be fascinated. They must be, I, I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're thinking, but first of all, we obviously are extremely social animals, which is our power, our ability to organize and get together. That's what, that's what makes humans powerful and makes us very unique animal that way. But also they just must think we're hilarious. Uh, all the things that we talk about. So now let's talk about where we all are. So there are 25 different social platforms, TikTok being one of the newest ones, Clubhouse being a new one. I actually make it 26. There are 11 messaging platforms, uh, WhatsApp and WeChat, things like that. There are 500 million blogs, 500 million blogs. Um, mine, CopernicanShift.com is one of those 500 million. There are 50,000 review and news sites, a lot, 110,000 forums, Reddit being, I think, suddenly in the news a little bit more with Wall Street Bets. Uh, but Reddit's been around and been very important for many of our customers for a really long time. So ignore forums at your peril. There are 1,500 broadcast channels, TV and radio, and there are about 5,000 print sources, newspaper, magazine. Those are kind of the major sort of platforms that are out there. Those are the, the digital, all, all that's digitized now and available in digital form. As you might have guessed, Sprinkler pulls all of that in. Sprinkler is actually accessing more than 400 million different data sources, can compile a very, very large haystack. <laughs> I like to tell people uh, Sprinkler is the world's best haystack maker and we're the world's best needle finder. Uh, so we make that haystack large and we can get anything we want out of it. So what happens to all that stuff? So you know, we keep a real-time database of that. Uh, so the CXM database for sprinklers got more than a billion records being ingested every day. 
Um, there are 15 billion automation runs every day. Uh, there's real-time reporting available on 600 billion records. And there's real-time alerting on a billion different time series. The scope of what's been created at Sprinkler from a platform standpoint is really quite astounding. Uh, the team led by Pavatar Singh, who's our CTO, has built probably the most sophisticated AI platform in the world because our data set is so large, our training set is incredible. So algorithms are algorithms in AI, but your training set is where you really make the difference. And we've been able to build this magnificent training set. And as you think about how you're discovering, you have to also think about what are you trying to discover? Do you just want to get to the people who are talking directly to you, uh, people who are at mentioning to you? That's normally thought of and referred to as monitoring. And I would say that monitoring everyone who's speaking to you is table stakes. Although ironically, most people are still ignoring it. But it really should be table stakes. These people are calling your 1-800 number. They're dropping you know, packages off at your office. They're mailing envelopes to you. They're trying to get a hold of you on Twitter. You, you just can't ignore them. Uh, that's sort of the base level. Now, the next sort of level, which usually 10Xs, the amount of stuff that you're discovering, is people talking about you. They may not be at mentioning you, uh, but they're say using your name. Sometimes it's misspelled, et cetera, but talking about your products. You really want to hear that. You really want to be part of that conversation too. Remember, these are public conversations. You're not breaking into people's private conversations. If they're mentioning to you and you don't respond, they'll be disappointed. They expect it. The third level, and um, this would probably, it's probably about 30 X's, the amount of stuff you're pulling in and discovering, is people who are talking about your competitors. And this is where you can get a lot of insight on pricing, on products, a lot of insight on competitor motions, on competitor advertising, on competitor promotion strategies and competitor direct marketing strategies. Uh, very hard to find it otherwise. Uh, so again, really recommend you do that. But where it really gets interesting is the fourth level. And there are only four, by the way. The fourth level is when people are talking about your brand category. If you're, say, a shoe manufacturer, people talking about golf, you sell them golf shoes. People talking about volleyball, volleyball shoes. People talking about beach volleyball, they don't wear shoes. Um, but you find the thing that's relevant. And the um, financial services industry, I think, is one of the most interesting ones because a lot of these public signals that people send off, I'm getting married, um, I've had a baby, I bought a new car, I bought a new house, I'm thinking about these things. Um, those are key financial signals as well. So leveraging those in the financial services sector, insurance, banking, et cetera, uh, would be an amazingly, amazingly disruptive marketing motion. And I've not really seen enough financial institutions go after this yet. The ones that do are going to reap the benefits. So four levels, people talking to the brand, 10x that, people talking about the brand, 30x that, people talking about your competitors, 100x that, people talking about the category. And that is discovery. Basically, the only way to think about discovery in my mind is you've got to listen to everything that everyone is saying about you everywhere. Thanks for listening to me today. For the CXM Experience, I'm Grad Khan, and I'll talk to you next time.